Hello and welcome to Cabaret Darlings. I am Millie Dollar, I am your host, and our sponsors today are, of course, my sideline, milliedollarbeauty.com, a range of biodegradable cosmetic glitters, some beautiful fluffy synthetic silk lashes, and you can get 10% off using our podcast promo, Cabaret Darlings, all caps, all one word, to get 10% off your next order. Our guest today is the one and only Miss Anaphylaxis. Hello. Hello. Are you Ms? Am I Ms? I, d- I don't know. That's, no, that's an interesting I, I question. I seeing now there's a bit of a trend for performers who are now like, I am Miss such and such, Miss yeah. such and such. And I'm like, well, I don't no, this is a new thing. We never yeah, used to do I, that. no, no. I've, yeah, I've not <laughs> had a prefix like, oh, before. Just straight in there. Yeah, Anna. yeah. So I don't walk on stage like Mrs. Millie Dollar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, Ed, for access to my friends. Millie Dollar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how things are. Aren't they? Yes. <laughs> so how have you been? I've been good, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You've yeah. been. Uh, I know you've been busy learning some new. Uh, murder plots with I, yeah I have so yes so my styles. day job I work uh, in a museum uh, performing characters real life people yeah and uh, we change our characters and change our scripts quite often and we've we just got all our new scripts and characters in and it's really cool it's mm-hmm. some really cool new stuff yeah but um it all comes at the same time so so there's a lot to learn it's very a lot quickly. to learn very quickly and then you have these um because we do two two or three trials a day yeah and then a couple of public executions oh lovely every day are you the gallows executee Um, sometimes i want the last character yeah yes i was this time it's actually going to be an execution debate so i'll be the victorian character and we'll have a georgian and the idea is to have a debate and to get the audience to choose uh, how are we going to execute this person? Are we going to execute them the Georgian way or the Victorian way? <laughs> so some lovely family friendly. Oh, super family friendly. It is actually family friendly, but yeah. it's also, you know, as it is um, with burlesque, when mm-hmm. you do something for a long time and you're in it yeah. and everyone yeah. around you, it's, it becomes really normal. Mm-hmm. So I'll text my friends and say, you know, I'm in my cell, I shouldn't be texting. And they'll be, oh, you're the only person that writes that. But, uh, <laughs> you'd hope. Yeah, you'd yeah, hope, yeah. But I love it. I can imagine it's very different from from the burlesque world. It is. Where... Yeah, it is, because I use my voice, yeah. and that's what's inspired my new act. Mm-hmm. Um, and I keep my clothes on. <laughs> In fact, I wear quite a lot. I wear long skirts. Oh, so perfect for this time of year, because, of course, it's oh still yeah. winter. You yes. don't want to be, like, walking around. But I think I remember many, 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 many years back that we once did a photo shoot together that was outdoors, in January. Oh shit! I mean, I'm yeah. And many I think times we both got really sick afterwards. Where, where would that have been? I can't remember. It was like a, a weird little sort of country house manor thing for um, a millinery company. Oh yes, yeah, you remember that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like today, for example, the light's gorgeous. Yeah. So if you were taking photographs outside, it looks It'd be beautiful. Perfect, that fucking freezing. Fucking freezing yeah. your ass off, like mm. for sure. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so layers are definitely, oh, yeah. definitely Wool, preferred. Sleeves, everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned your new act as well, which yes. you're going to be performing at the show tonight. I am. Uh, yes. Sorry for those listening to the podcast, as this is coming out well after the show. But hey, the show was sold out anyway. Yeah. So I don't news. really know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you are now talking on stage. I am. I'm talking on stage. I feel very very vulnerable when I do it, but. Right. Um, I had this idea. I was in my cell, dressed as. Um, it's, it is weird. I know. It's it weird. Yeah, it is. I was in my cell. I was in my cell. You, you sometimes spend quite a lot of time in your cell if, if the museum's yeah. quiet uh, and if there's no scenes to do. And I was in my cell, dressed as a 17th century highway, highway woman um, who was real. Yeah. Yeah, she's so cool. Amazing. She's another story, but yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, oh, what if I asked the audience? for their consent yeah and I was sort of like having a conversation with myself and <laughs> and then I was like wait what if I did that might yeah. be really cool so uh, that's where that came from yeah, yeah and, and uh, so I'm learning how to speak on stage and I'm learning about sound and things so I did it on Saturday night and I I got a bit of footage which yeah. is on my Instagram 
And I didn't realise until I listened back, I'm shouting, and it's supposed to be me sort of purring, mm, are we going to do this? Are you into this? Are you still into <laughs> this? Should we carry on? Oh, and I'm like, having fun. do you want to do that? But um, uh, my partner, who is qualified sound engineer, said, he watched it and immediately said, um, oh, there's, the monitor's not loud enough on stage, you can't hear yourself, yes, that's why you're shouting. That's why. Like, ah, okay, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. Learning new learning things. as I go, yeah. yes. <laughs> learning as I go, but yeah, loving it. Yeah, because you've been involved in the burlesque scene for quite a long time now. Because um, yep. I know we we met. It must have been two thousand and seven. Yeah. I think we met. It will have been. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because I think I'd only been like about a year in burlesque. Yeah. And it was. It was your. Wasn't your first performance, was it? It's like one of the early ones. It will have been an early one. Yeah. It will have been an early one. And was it 2007 that we were both in LA together? Because 2008. 2008 yeah. was it? Yeah, it's it early that yeah. we went there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've gone to some adventures together. We have, <laughs> and that's that's how I got to know you a lot quite yeah. quickly. Yeah. Because. You know, the circuit was robust and we were all travelling and we were all spending a lot of time yeah. together. We, we did, every now and then we just bump into each other in, like, Switzerland yep. or something. We're like, Absolutely, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Great. You'd we're... see who you're on the bill. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing yeah. you tonight, yeah. Yeah, it used mm. to be very different. It was, it <laughs> was. We before we started Yeah, as we were saying there. before you switched on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish we'd appreciated it. Yeah, when it was sometimes you heyday. just don't know how quickly things are going to change no and, uh, but you yeah. don't you don't realize that at the time and you know as as we were both saying before we started recording we were just farting around Europe yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I was just oh I'm gonna take two flights to get there like oh, gotta get up early yeah oh no I have to um, change in Amsterdam yeah and, uh, that was so it we that were flying every yeah. week yeah and now I did one show in Europe in the last year because nothing paid enough <laughs> Yes. So you don't yeah, do it. Yeah, this is a new trend this now. This is a new thing, um, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's something that we, we haven't spoke about today, but we have spoken about previously, yes. is that now a lot of shows are they're different in the way that they are paid, as well as being different yes. in the way they're booked. Yes, yeah. absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's generally, like, within the UK, mm-hmm. it's doable and it's fine, especially yes. if, like, if you drive... Yeah, which we both do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to travelling around Europe, yeah, it makes life very tricky. It does. I mean, it used to be paid in a way that your travel to the airport here would be paid. You'd be yeah. collected at the airport. You'd be fed the whole way through. You'd be put on your plane to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd have your rail or your fuel paid back yeah. home. Yeah. Whereas now, I'm probably whinging now. <laughs> it's not the case. <laughs> it's not like that anymore. It's not like that anymore, yeah. no. And I think, um, to just whinge a little bit further, <laughs> um, oh, God, it's, this is also like back in the day. But it is, isn't it? It's like it's people a, it's that the, have come to the scene now yeah. that, A, didn't go through that. So mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. you know, you see castings that are like, oh, you're at 50 quid and you get to sleep on my sofa. And people are like, yeah. hmm. Sounds all right. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, Even though the we're flights like, are but, but, uh, 75. But, yes, yeah. what? And then um, the other side of it is that we didn't have um, Instagram and Facebook. No. Didn't no, exist. Did so we didn't care if we got some nice photographs, whereas I think that is an actual motivation you know, now. I actually had the thought yesterday um, that if I did the level of travelling now that I used to do, Mm-hmm. how much more my Instagram stories would be like me swanning around the yeah. place doing all these amazing things yeah. and this just not. It's like, here is my dog because I'm at home yeah. <laughs> again yeah. this weekend. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, I do get offered like the, a few shows in Europe, but they're all, there's no um, flights on top. Yeah, I've heard that. Which is quite yeah. a common thing now. It's quite um, a common thing. Yeah. But the issue there is that, well, for, for some some shows, it does work out. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, I'm saying to them, that doesn't cover my flight. Yeah. And they're like, well, what about in a month's time? I'm like, well, if you're still paying the same, it's the same. It's issue. still going to yeah. be the same problem. 
Yeah, um, and I, I've seen people who've paid for their own flight yeah. and then for some reason can't do the show or mm-hmm. something happens. You've lost that yeah. money. Yeah. Which can't happen. Can't no, happen. it's not. Well, especially when it's your income. So, no. But because um, I think you, you've had it a bit of like a, a culture shock really coming back into the oh scene my God. how it is yes. now yes and um, you've been <laughs> away from england and europe for quite some time yeah um, living out yeah. in <laughs> out in shanghai yeah i i was away for five years so yeah. there were a lot of changes and i came back and mm-hmm. so there was the culture shock the reverse culture shock of coming back to england but then there was the culture shock of you know i could i, I couldn't swan back in and the con- yeah the conditions have changed the scene yeah. has entirely changed yeah shows have changed everything's changed and I've changed you know mm. th- there's another side to when we were saying we used to flit about and it was lovely there's lots of lovely things about that yeah. and it looks lovely on Instagram but it's knackering oh it is exhausting it's knackering and I'm you know in Shanghai I, I was lucky because I could go home to my own bed every night and yeah. I got used to that I love it yeah so that's kind of how I feel now yeah it would have to be a really good show to drag me away from being able <laughs> to go home to my own bed yeah yeah I, I'm not sure because you're doing my show tonight is it because it's a good show or because you get to go into your own bed at the Both. end right. <laughs> little column a little column b like it is quite nice though to be able to Definitely. at the end of the day get in your own bed yeah like yeah. there is something to be said about that, and mm-hmm. I know like now, like cause I'm now in my mid thirties. When I do more than one show in a week, I'm exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. It's knackering. Dead exhausted. Um, it's yeah. it's a lot harder than I remember it being. Mm. Especially yeah. because I remember doing like four, four shows a weekend way back when. Yes, and we would do that yeah. thing where because. Because of where we lived, so I lived in Leeds at the time, mm-hmm. um, it would be two flights to get anywhere and you would change yes. either yeah. in Amsterdam or in Zurich and mm-hmm. you would arrive, at sort of, you'd leave home at sort of 7am, Yeah, you'd get where you're going at 7pm, go straight to the venue, do the show, mm-hmm. straight to the hotel and you'd be getting picked up at 7 o'clock the next morning for your yeah. flight and people would be like, oh, you know, you've performed in all these countries. It's like, yes. I haven't seen no any No idea of what it. any of them right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you start saying like, oh, yeah, I've been here and here and here. It's mm-hmm. like I haven't seen a single thing. Yeah. Like I remember going to Athens one time and literally I just saw everything that I saw out of the car window yeah. driving to the venue and yeah. that was it. Same when I went to Croatia. This is it. And it's like, I'm sure there's people listening to this thinking, oh, world's tiniest violin. Yeah, <laughs> but it is like, yeah, there's an element of sort of like, I don't know, there's, there's missing that time, just, but also thinking, I yeah. don't want to do that again. Yeah. I don't want to do that again. I, it's, it, it's like, it comes and goes. So there's times where I'm like, oh, I wish I did mm. work like that again. But then there's times where I'm like, oh God, I'm so tired. I don't think yeah. I'd survive if I tried to work like that again. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, it's I mean, yeah, a young man's game, as they say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't that bad, are we? I know, I know, it's but it's, it's, it's into... well, all right. Different priorities. Yeah, different priorities. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say this is turning into like a sort of golden girl. Style it is, isn't it? Thing now. Let's not do that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're vibrant. We're still relevant. We're still young. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when you were out in Shanghai, you hmm. kind of created a scene over there. Yeah, well, I went out there to work for Cirque Le Soir and mm. just over a year after they opened, they closed again. Oh. Mm, I wasn't ready to come back here. Yeah. So I remember I'd just signed a lease on an apartment and I remember sitting in the living room kind of in the dark with my jaw on the floor thinking, what am I going to do? And yeah. so oh, I'm going to have to do it myself. There wasn't any burlesque. Mm-hmm. There weren't any places that I could get work. Yeah. So I started teaching and I um, I got together with a woman who taught Zouk dance and mm-hmm. we put on workshops together. And then um, uh, then it was, uh, I put on a show with Lexi. Lexi, who's now Lexi De Rosa, yoga teacher. Yeah. Um, and at the time she was a performer. And we put on a few shows at a really lovely theatre there, which used to be a Buddhist temple. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is really cute. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Uh, and um, 
yeah, it's 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 really really cute. It's really really cool. We put on a few shows there. Then I put on a few shows with another performer uh, called Holly. She's a pop performer. And then I met Ennis NSFW, mm-hmm. who is now back in LA. I think. Yeah. I'd met Ennis in Chicago a few years ago, and uh, Ennis had also moved to Shanghai, and we started putting shows on together. Then we branched out, and we were doing sort of midweek shows as well I also got into a cocktail bar over there called Kanda yeah um another really cute cool little sort of on the low down venue Mm -hmm. I remember working there for the first time it was I think the 18th birthday of the owner 18th birthday yeah and he owned the she Right, sole owner or I think like, so, yeah. How? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Just how? she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's amazing. But yeah, I remember at the time sitting there and thinking, Okay, this is wow. So they opened the bar when they were seventeen, technically. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she's on her second bar because um things are very different out there and right. this is being recorded, so I'm gonna be careful what I say. Okay. Um but uh her first bar was shut down. So right, okay. uh, she's now opened again inside the Lyceum Theatre, uh, a new bar. And yeah, things are very different out there. Everything yeah. has to be run by the Cultural Bureau. So Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 And how did they feel about burlesque? Not big fans. Oh, No, shame. not big fans. Um, yeah. No. Um, I remember one time I was booked for a show in a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. And I was told it would be inside this tent inside the shopping mall and it would okay. be 18 plus only ticketed entry absolutely fine i went there and it was just open a shopping mall in the middle of a shopping mall in the middle of a shopping mall and i put my costume on and they were just mortified like, you can't go on wearing that I'm like, you fucking booked me yeah. so they went and got safety pins for me and safety pinned down all the sides of my panel skirt so it wouldn't show anything. And I was like, right, okay, I'm going to do what I have to do. And they'd already said to me, we want you to do a minimum seven minutes for each act. Yeah, I see your face. Exactly. So I'm thinking like, that's, okay. That's a lot I'll d- for a regular ballet when you yes. can take things off. Yes. So I'm thinking, I'll take my gloves off. That's all yeah. I'll do. Mm-hmm. I'll take my gloves off. And um, I got on stage. I was following um, a balloon act who went down very well because he was doing that thing where you make a massive balloon and you Mm -hmm. put it over a child so like there's a lot of kids in the audience they're going crazy for this they love it I go on I take my gloves off came off stage oh my god you can't do that it's too sexual fuck's sake so and I was booked for I think four weeks of Saturdays or something oh god so you're you just like what yeah. do you want me to do what then? do you want me to do so I got all the props I could you yeah. know silk fans mm-hmm. just anything that you could fart about with for seven minutes yeah. don't take anything off I was sharing a dressing room with at different points a goat a <laughs> monkey some dogs all performing um there well, was a, they were professional oh they were perfect <laughs> it was a professional goat there was um a little group see this all seemed normal <laughs> you know like when you like stuff becomes normal yeah. as you get into and it it goes on you're like what animal am I yeah, sharing yeah, yeah. the dressing room with exactly um, yeah. yeah there was a troop of boys who were juggling hats and they had an argument with the booker over pay oh right so during one show one yeah. day their makeup artist pulled the plug on the sound it was this big argument the police were called oh, oh, oh no. yeah 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 and I'm like guys I don't think I should be here yeah and um so I remember doing this act on stage at that time that you still got to go on just with sort of like one eye at the side of the stage just in case I need to do a runner I yeah there I've been so you just do a runner times yeah I mean that's quite similar to the burlesque of the 40s and 50s just waiting to see if that blue light came on yeah <laughs> run the fuck out of there <laughs> yeah like, oh, the, there wow, have been should... a few times I remember me and Lexi a few times like hot footing down various stairs in full makeup oh, with things <gasps> flying out of our suitcases that yeah. we're trying to hold together but it, it does all feel normal and then when I talk about it now I'm like that wasn't normal <laughs> that wasn't normal yeah, yeah. it's quite exciting though. yes it, and it the, was uh, fun the Shanghai school of burlesque is still 
going on today. Isn't it, it is. Yep, yeah, that's run by um, Cara Lacroix now, mm-hmm. and uh, she's awesome. Yeah. She's really, really great. She's taking it over, and she's she's taking it different places because her style's very different to mine. Mm-hmm. But it's still growing, it's still going. She's still putting on uh, shows in the ex-Buddhist monastery. Yeah. Come theatre. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get back there sometime and go to one of their shows. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing experience, but I can see how yeah. very different from how things have been running in the UK. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From one story. Yeah. <laughs> Into another. Um, yes, so, please. yeah, I'm like, oh, raids. You went through actual raids. That's, mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder if today's subject went through. So, like, yeah, I'd, probably, yeah, I'd possibly. be interested to know. All right. Okay. So, are you ready for a I'm ready. story now? I'm very excited. I'm, I'm sure our listeners are probably more like, Tell me more about these raids, but uh, we no, I feel like I feel like people, we've gone on and basically. people, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll stick Cut to the cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so today's subject is one that has been requested. Ooh. So I've spoken about her in my own classes and on my own Facebook profile. Uh, so today we're going to delve into Carrie Fennell, awesome. who was billed as either the most spectacular or the most unusual act in show business. Okay, now I'm thinking, there have been some really unusual things. What on <laughs> earth was she I doing? I think unusual for the time in the sense that it was new for the time. Yeah, but still, but, uh, you know, well, I don't, you haven't given the time period no, yet, but right. still there were interesting things going back quite there a long way. There was a yeah. lot. <laughs> so, as a young girl in Kentucky, Carrie began working as a teacher's aide to a physical education instructor. Because we all love a bit of PE in burlesque, don't we? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all uh, really good at Hated sport. it. Hated it. <laughs> uh, she helped to teach classes in fitness, all while developing her own muscles. Oh, I. Right. Uh, <laughs> she would have been maybe 14 or 15 at this time, as by the time she was 16, she was listed as an actress and dancer. So mm. the thing that is uh, quite nice about Carrie Fennell is that she was born in 1900. Awesome. So every time you mention her age or the year, you know either how old she is or what year it is. Yeah, that's awesome. So that's yeah. quite useful. Very useful, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so back in 1916, she was started working as an actress um, and a dancer. Mm. So she drew the audience's attention even during this early part of her career and pre-burlesque, keeping the audience calm and attentive by continuing to perform even after part of the roof caved in during her performance at a Cincinnati theatre. That is what I'm talking about. Do you tell your students about this? About which? Just well, keep the, going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not Just specifically keep going. in terms of a... Uh, no, I mean, like, this concept. Yes. But as a concept, yeah, you just yeah. got to keep going. Like, yeah, I've had so many falls or slips or something fall off or... Music stops as it did last week yeah. when we were performing together. Yeah. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, it did. Uh, so, just for the, for the listener, yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, performed a show with Anna a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. um, for the Hebden Bridge Burlesque Festival fundraiser um, and 15 seconds into my act, my music cut out. Yeah. But my act that I was performing at the time was five minutes and 15 seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> so, cue me for the next five minutes. Still doing my choreography as it is with, I think someone was playing it through their phone. It sounded like a phone. I think it was actually the speakers had blown, so it was coming through, but incredibly quiet. Extremely, extremely quiet. Tinny and Um, quiet. So I continued the act in what may have been silence for the audience. I was not sure if they could hear the music or not. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it was interesting and not my most recommended way to get a standing ovation, but Still very nice. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. And that, what I tell my students is if you do an act and you do it mm-hmm. great, fine. People yeah. might really like you. Yeah. Um, if something goes wrong and you deal with it well, They'll that's your, your chance side. for them to fall in love with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get them on your side. Roof that's falls in. If, if, if that's what you have to do, make the roof fall. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Don't. don't make the roof yeah, fall in uh, it does, act, it's very elaborate and the, <laughs> you may not get booked again <laughs> yeah. that's, that's kind of the problem there be like she was great until she destroyed our theatre yeah that's <laughs> a tricky tech sheet well what I'll need yeah. <laughs> some dynamite yeah. <laughs> at this exact location uh, but local newspapers reported that her actions had potentially saved lives 
as it stopped the audience from panicking and stampeding out of the building. So, of course, if the roof wow, caves in, yeah. most people are going to run and yes. be like, oh, goodbye, i got to get the fuck out of here now, um, which would have caused panic, stampeding, yeah. but because she continued to perform, they Go didn't. carry, that's lovely. Yeah, so that was quite a good move. So she just carried on, no yeah. matter what. Uh, I'm unsure if this is what gathered the attention of one Florence Ziegfeld, Mm. Uh, as Carrie was signed to the Ziegfeld Follies in 1917. Still, she wow. not turned 17 yet. She was still only 16 when oh, she joined shit. there. But uh, it is here that she started her career in burlesque. Wow. You know it's good when Ziegfeld gets involved. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm here. Wow. <laughs> That's what he kind of did back then. Yeah. So that was his whole stick. Uh, so when she stepped away from the chorus lines of being a Ziegfeld girl... Carrie started to hone her own act on the stages of Minsky's in New York. So she did all the good places. She did, like, didn't she? She did the well-known yeah. venues. So, yeah, she yeah. must have been doing pretty well. She must have been good. Yeah. Mm. But in 1923, an Ohio theatre manager had Carrie's legs insured for $100,000 just so that she could be billed as the girl with the $100,000 legs. <laughs> That's clever. It's a clever move. And I, I think it happened a lot. I heard of a lot of things of being like, we've had to insure her such and such. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll insure my arse. I'll be like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, have I you have got your arse insured? Um, I don't know where my arse insurance is, but, you know, I mean. Yeah, it would be... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, I mean, I it's like all nowadays... insured. Equity, so. Yeah, equity, you know. insure my arse. <laughs> a million, Millie. A million. <laughs> Up to one. The million, million dollar arse. Yes, but then in very small print underneath, via equity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be like, that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, but, so while she had the $100,000 legs, she may, they may have been focusing on the wrong part of her anatomy. Uh, uh. So, <laughs> during the 1920s, it was the norm for burlesque dancers to be signed up to each theatre for a week's contract before moving on to the next theatre doing this for up to 50 weeks of the year. So it seems, yeah, that is a lot. Yeah. Because they would have been doing matinees, mm-hmm. evening shows, for maybe five nights a week. You would need to be 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was in the 20s, so she would have been oh, in crikey. her 20s. Well, which is, you yeah, know, she's still, still young. Yeah, she's still young. Yeah. She's still good. Um, but I don't know if you... Did you ever do the Pally Mascot? I never did that no. show. No. Because um, was, it was a very weird show. Because mm. it was at 2 a.m. Yeah. So every night at midnight, <laughs> I would start getting ready and getting myself yeah. ready to go on stage for a 2 a.m. show and do two acts in the 2 a.m. show, um, in which I had 10 minutes to change oh, in between. But it was yeah, five not, nights yeah. a week for a month. Mm. And like everything was killing me by the end. I don't think I could do it physically now. Um, I know, like, they yeah. had heart shaped nipple tassels. When I ripped them off, my pasties, like my nipples by the end of the contract were heart shaped. I did, <laughs> I did a similar thing in Helsinki and yeah. it was a month of dinner shows mm-hmm. and it was three acts a night. <gasps> and I remember at the end of the first week in the shower, my nipples were bleeding. Oh my God. Because you're changing the day. Yes. Yeah. See, this is the glamour, the real yeah, true the real, glamour behind yeah. burlesque. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so we yeah we shouldn't really moan because she was doing like fifty weeks out of the year. We're like, oh, yeah. we had to do like two shows a week sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to drive to Liverpool. <laughs> it's so far. Um, yeah, I feel like I want to have to drive to like Manchester. Mm. I'm like I'm so far away. It's like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh, I don't like driving. Um, but uh, occasionally performers could double down on their contracts, spending two weeks in a venue to cut down on their time spent travelling. Oh, oh, the yeah, luxury. Which is sad. Yeah, the uh, travel. <laughs> but it still meant living out of suitcases, boarding in inexpensive hotels or boarding houses. Mm. I can't imagine it would have been a lot of fun. No. 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 Not really. Like the, the type of characters you would have got rolling in and out. I'm I, like, yeah. you're probably not having a great time. No, it, it's interesting to think about that, though, because that's something yeah. that's been different for us. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they will have been with strangers and... Yes, and it, inexpensive hotels wouldn't have attracted the nicest no. characters, I would think. No, they wouldn't have, would no. they? No. 
Like, and she was very young. So yeah, she was still in her 20s that well. at that time. Um, but would have been mostly travelling alone. Mm. I know a lot of performers back then, they used to either have their kids with them yeah. and bring them on tour, um, or have a pet dog or something that they would tour with as well so that it wouldn't be lonely it's a lonely life it is yeah that is a lonely life because there's no if you're touring 50 odd weeks a year there's no going back like you come back here yeah currently I go back to Nottingham and Mm -hmm. you've got your social support yeah like you're there there's there's no point in owning a house no if you're not going to be in it for 50 weeks of the year no you're just on the road that's yeah she was a minimalist. That's where we're taking for this. Yeah. <laughs> she lived a minimalist lifestyle. Yeah. Not through choice, just necessity. Uh, but halfway through the 1920s, Carrie had bro- grown bored of this life. Travelling, not being seen as st- the star of the show. That was her main thing. She, was, she wanted to be the star. Okay. She wasn't the star. Okay. Um, so she decided to change up her act. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Um, there was a head movement in that yeah, as well, yeah. for those that are just hearing Oh, yeah, I forget people can't see. Um, taking to the stage in Cleveland, Carrie announced that her dance would have an added, extra added attraction. Instead of her usual routine of dancing to music, she removed a single item of her clothing before promising the patrons that were there would be more removed the following week. So she took one thing off okay. and said, come back next week to see another thing come off. Different times. Yeah. Well, this was really before strip tease as it was. Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a tease. Yeah. Come back next week. Come back next week. Yeah. No one had ever teased or taunted an audience like that before. So, of course, the patrons were taken aback and amazed. They demanded that she be held over for another week to satisfy their curiosity. Ooh. They're like, yeah, we want to see the next thing come off. That's cool. For sure. True to her words, Carrie mo- removed two items of clothing during the second week's run before encouraging the audience to return for a third week. She's on something. <laughs> yeah, she's on something here. She knows. She's got something she, going yeah, on. Yeah, she's got something. On the third week, she only removed a portion of a third uh, garment, but by that point, she had already got the audience desperate for more. Wow. Okay, so before this sort of time, no one was doing striptease as part of their act. Okay. So cabaret and burlesque then, it would have been those elaborate costumes mm-hmm. that Ziegfeld put them in, standing in a tableau vivant, or dancing, but yes. with something on. So yeah, like, yeah. this is the same sort of era as Josephine Baker. She mm-hmm. would have been dancing with the banana skirt, but she didn't remove anything. No. Yeah. Mm. The new teasing style increased the box office takings week by week, especially as the promoters slowly increased the cost of entry the more items <gasps> that were taken off. Okay. Which yeah, is clever. 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 It's clever. Yeah, it's like, you it's know, something if people are coming new, back to see more. You can't see this anywhere else. Yes. Yeah. yeah. By the time Carrie had removed all of the items that the law would allow, she had spent 54 weeks in Cleveland. <sighs> holding the title for the longest striptease ever performed, which is a record she still holds today. I was just going to say, does she still that, hold that to yeah, this day? That's amazing. 54-week-long striptease. Yeah. <laughs> how would you even go about... Yeah, you couldn't. You, couldn't. you won't be able to do that no. nowadays. That's like, amazing. Because yeah, when I was researching this and I said, oh, she holds the record for the longest striptease, Ed was like, how long is it? Let's try and break it. And then yeah. I saw it was like 54 okay. weeks. 54 weeks. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I think people would lose interest very yeah. quickly. I think people, yeah, people would lose interest. Oh, yeah. So quickly. Oh, yeah. So, so, so fast. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, you're not taking anything else off? Well, I'm going to go back on yeah, it. Well, we don't care. Yeah. The yeah. next performer is. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> So before this point, burlesque had been considered risque as the can-can revealed quick peaks and dancers tried to bear as much as they could legally get away with behind fans and skirt dancers. But the flirtatious teasing that Carrie did was daring for the era and it was a new element that the stage had never seen before. That's really interesting. Mm. So she is our grandmother. She, yeah, she is basically the innovator of all burlesque as it now stands. As it now is. Now and forever more. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is, it's kind of sad because a lot of people don't know her name. No, um, I didn't know her name. No, because no. um, that's not all. Oh my god, that's not all. Keep it coming. She did more. 
So Carrie Fennell was quite an innovator when it came to creating her acts and gimmicks, but she was able to use the training of her youth in the process. Do you know what I mentioned earlier about her muscles? Yeah, I remember her muscles, yeah. Carrie had mastered the ability to manipulate her pectoral muscles, popping them Uh, one at a time uh, or in sync. I feel like I might know where you're going with this. You might know where I'm going with this. Uh, She knew there was an act in this skill, but what would make it such an amusing gimmick Mm -hmm. be into a stage-worthy presentation? Yeah, I can't think. What like, could you what, do with the skill of being able to with, move your with pectoral, pectoral muscles? muscles? Yeah, if people could see now what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with our hands in front of our pectoral muscles. <laughs> but Carrie, like all the less dancers of the era, wore pasties under her costume. Mm-hmm. A cheeky way around the nudity laws supposedly invented by a policeman's wife. Not the nudity laws, the pasties. <laughs> right. So the pasties were invented by a policeman's wife. Because she could see that there needed to be a way around this. Makes sense. Uh, so they were generally made to appear as a real nipple using pink fabrics and a single pearl stitched strategically onto each one. Uh, so the pasties they weren't as elaborate or as exciting as they are today. Uh, they were used only as a safeguard against arrest. Interesting. That is until Carrie had her grand idea. Mm. <laughs> Attaching tassels from a can-can costume to her pasties meant that she could spin and manipulate them, rotating them using her well-trained muscles, combined with the elastic stitched into the front of her blouse or dress. Carrie was able to pop each breast out individually or together before spinning a tassel and popping them away again. That's amazing. <laughs> so she. Like, I want to see Whoa. this. Ba-da-da-da. Yeah. You can imagine what those noises mean. <laughs> really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I just love the way that she had elastic to just be like, hello. Yeah. Surprise. Ba-bow. That would like, work now. I want to see that popping act. that back away again. Yeah. I really want to see someone do this true justice because all oh, there is more. Okay. So she was able to spin the tassels in two directions at different rates of speed. Holy shit. Okay, so spinning tassels in two directions, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, fine. We can all do that. That's easy. Uh-huh. That's all about the shoulders, but different rates of speed. That's mind blowing. So she could pop one out to spin while the other remained tucked away, waiting its turn. Also, so the elastic would pop out mm-hmm. either one boob, both boobs, the other boob, yeah, so on, so on. So yeah. kind of like flapping, sort yeah, of like thing sort of going on. breastfeeding. Yeah. Maternity wear. Maternity bra. Yeah, maternity bra. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we not using them in burlesque? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So finally, Carrie had found her gimmicks, using talking and body humour in her acts, addressing the audience or addressing her own bosom to encourage it to pop out and say hello to the lovely people. This just makes me think, what's this? Is this 1923 still? This is like 1926. 1926. This is filthy. This is for 1926. This is filthy. It is also filth. Right? Yeah. Um, so I just love that she was like chatting to her own chatting to her own kids. Like, You're right Absolute down there. Filth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she's like a, a Cockney London musical stuff, but you know, yeah. that's where yeah. my mind goes. Um, so Carrie had a great grasp over her muscle usage, starting the twirl of one tassel, spinning it faster and faster while the other remained limp. She would then start the twirl of the neglected tassel, starting it slowly and going faster and faster while the other tassel continued at full speed. That's... No, I can't I, picture that. I want to see someone I, do I'd this. love to see no, someone do that, like but I, I can't picture it. I know it. that breast twerking is a thing. Yeah. Like people have that control. Some people do, To yeah. have the control to be spinning one faster, really, really fast, and yeah. then start at a different pace with the other one that takes a lot of control yeah I cannot because I don't have that myself I can't picture it yeah yeah I've I've, I've been watching videos on how like how you twerk your boobs in interest can you do it not really there's like a technique where you you have your hands the palm of your hands together all right okay so it makes them pop a little bit of a pop going on there oh I like that you're trying Lift it up yeah. a little bit more. Okay. Like, 
they can't see what's going on. No. So they're, they're just like, what are you doing? We're I mean, my boobs are jiggling a bit, but they are, I don't but think that would be enough of a jiggle to... That's the muscle that you need to Oh, I see, that's the muscle. So it's this. It's sort control. of your armpit muscle. Kind of, Because yeah. I thought the only people that could do that were people who had breast implants under the muscle. Or over the muscle. Under the muscle. I think there's... There's two variants. You can either have it yeah. over, over or under. I've got a funny feeling that... Just my understanding, which could be utterly mm. wrong do write in yes yes please if you have your if you know. breast implants under the muscle and you can yeah. do this i'd love to know but yeah, yeah and I also that was please a create a tribute act yes carrie fennell yes uh, the legendary anne corio likened her tassel spinning to a twin engine bomber her tassel spinning as fast as the propellers on a plane that's fast that is fast <laughs> that's Very impressive fast. yeah that's impressive <laughs> Her gimmicks launched her to stardom, and she became the highest-paid burlesque star of her day, earning $2,000 per week. In today's value, that is equal to roughly $30,894.73. A week. A week. Wow. I'm glad we still earn similar... We don't. We don't. (laughs) Whoa. We don't even earn two thousand a week. <laughs> that's wow. like that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of like money. Like a lot, a lot of money. I mean, she basically invented the striptease. Yeah, and tassel and twirling. Tassel twirling. Yeah. Like two of the the most quintessential yeah. burlesque features ever. Yeah, absolutely. Created by this one woman. So, yeah. But gimmicks are something that she passed on to a young performer called Louise Havoc. Mm. Who was rumoured that was convinced by Carrie to take to the stage in 1928 at the tender age of either 15 or 17. The reports are conflicting. Yeah, you know, I can understand very hard why. To find yeah, strict dates on these things. They weren't probably. If she was 15, she was probably telling them when she was 17. Yeah, most mm. likely. Uh, similarly to Carrie, Louise removed only one item her first time on stage, working on the tease rather than the reveal. And after a name change, a burlesque star was born. So she was named after her penchant for reading tea leaves, plus using her own name and her mother's. With the rumoured help and advice of Carrie Fennell, Louise became Gypsy Rosalie. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) One of the biggest names in burlesque ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's in there. She's in there. Good grief. And she got that awe from Carrie. Yeah. Well, if I'd like to think of it. You know the, the musical number in um, uh, Gypsy the Musical? Yes. Where it's got you've got to get a gimmick. Yeah. I can imagine that Carrie would have been the, the Tessie the Hassle Twirler the, style yeah, the character. Bawdy, yeah, the bawdy. Yeah, Something between her and Miss Mazeppa. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. really picture that, can't you? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Crikey. Mm-hmm. But I suppose, you know, she was 28. Yeah, she, she was been a little bit older. So she bunny was... years getting on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? 1928, she was probably considered yeah. to be, you know... Wow. Yeah. So... Taking my mm. young Louise under her wing. Yeah, pass under pass her tassel. Things on. Yeah. <laughs> under her pulsating boob. Yes. The Carrie was now a star in America, frequently billed as the Gland Old Lady of Burlesque. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Gland Old Lady. The Gland Old Lady. I get it, get it, get it. Gland. Gland. Old Lady. Oh, like 28. Kate. Ancient. <laughs> yeah, Gland Old Lady. <laughs> 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 I'm changing my name. (laughs) (laughs) She also toured around England and performed in Paris. Holy shit. Do we know where she performed in England? Sadly not, no. It's so hard to find anything about really, like, (sighs) British history because there were a lot of American performers who came to tour here. There used to be um, a venue in Manchester that a lot of the American performers would come and perform at back in the 50s and 60s. Okay. So, it's, I mean, that's so close. Yeah. So, so close to here. Yeah. Just over in Manchester. I'm just thinking, like, I know somebody, or I know, I know a couple of people in Nottingham who are quite mm. involved in music hall history, yeah. so I might ask them. If I yeah. find anything out, I'll, I'll tell Send you. Send it my way. Also, sure. side note, you should come and 
visit the music hall in, in Nottingham and have a little oh, tour. It's beautiful. Because I've visited the music hall up in Glasgow, the uh, Britannia Pavilion, yes. and performed there as well. And it's an amazing menu. But yeah, I'd love to come and do more it's music lovely. halls. Yeah. Well, they don't. There's not that. I know, but there's yeah. not that many to see it. And... Still. A, around yeah, which is exactly. quite sad because it, it is was really such a sad. big thing back yeah. then and, and they tend to be really beautiful buildings don't they yeah yeah they mm. really do so yeah. they're either gone or there's something else now which is yeah. really sad yeah so I wish I could find out like oh yeah she performed in these cities but yeah, it only states it as England yeah. <laughs> so, I mean there would be yeah. written records somewhere but they may have gone and mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm. they would have uh, long gone were the days of working as a Digfield girl. Carrie was a little bit bigger than her fellow chorus line counterparts I during mean, the 1920s. I mean, like, holy shit, what? I, I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have my head in my hands. So I bet she wasn't. But Well, yeah. newspaper reports of the day always saw it fit to mention her weight. Apparently that wasn't a still a thing now. Um, yeah. Stating it was around the £300 mark before following up with the information that she was the highest paid star in Belasque. It would have been nice if they just opened with that, really. Yeah, why not? Yeah. But uh, Carrie was extremely comfortable in her skin, confident and charming. She had the male audience clamouring to see her again and again, and it's sure that she put on a hell of a show. Oh, yeah. So I love the fact that, yeah, maybe she was like a plus-size performer, but yeah. she was also the highest paid performer who invented the striptease and tassel twirling and also encouraged Gypsy Rose Lee to get on stage. So what a this is one fucking kick-ass woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did she did she have another stage name or did she use her own name? No, she used her own she stage her name, name, so it was all under Carrie Fennell. Wow. So her educated bosom, as she put it... <laughs> This is her her term for it. Um, Could jump, twitch and twirl tassels on cue. Performing on stage to such songs as... Oh my God, go on. Shave and a haircut, two bits. (laughs) (laughs) And pop goes the wheel. (gasps) That's amazing. I'm just imagining it, like ba- yeah, ba- you can ba- see ba- it, ba- can't you? Yeah, because yeah, you can yeah, absolutely like, see it. It's so descriptive that it's just you can imagine it fully. Yeah, um, and like I will be putting some uh, photos up on the Instagram account as well when this podcast goes out, so people can have a little look at Carrie Fidel, see what she was all about, um, and I'm going to show you quickly now as well because. She looked like an amazing woman. Oh my god, she's got the face as well. Yeah, so she was born comedian. Yes. Yes. So she was billed frequently as a comedian, and she took great inspiration from British burlesque performer Lydia Thompson, who is credited with bringing burlesque to America with her troupe, the British Blondes, in the late 1800s. As Carrie's popularity grew, she formed her own troupe for the Jazz Age era called Carrie Fennell and her red-headed blondes. <laughs> In tribute to Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, these are my red-headed blondes. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, That's amazing. Sadly, I can't find any information about what they performed as a troupe. Mm-hmm. But I hope... It was a row of titty-popping redheads. <laughs> I really hope so. You'd love to see In think, my mind, you? it's a, it's a yeah. row of titty-popping redheads. Um, yeah, wow. She also curated and toured her own show, which she aptly named as The Chest Capades. Oh, she's a she comedian. Loves a good fun. <laughs> she loves a good <laughs> I feel like we would have gone on. Oh, man. She, yeah. I see why she's the highest-paid burlesque star, because she's yeah. got it all, basically. She's got it all. As far as, like... Um, People like you and I are concerned. It's like the stuff that we love. Yeah. So that was her back in the 20s. Oh, as she wow. worked as a Zigfeld girl. She's gorgeous. She is absolutely stunning. So, But you can imagine like at that era when it was all very trendy for like super skinny waif likes. Yeah. She came on like, fuck you, I'm twirling my tattles. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. You can't even imagine, but you can sort of see mm-hmm. why people went crazy for her oh yeah for sure 
Like she's got some sass before yeah. sass was even invented. Yeah. <laughs> so Carrie Fennell was one of the major stars of the day, beating Mae West in a public striptease off. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Apparently she won hands down. Yeah, she would though, wouldn't she? Oh yeah. It's literally her job. An inspiring performance such as Gypsy Rose Lee, who took her own spin to an act very similar to Carrie's. Carrie was still performing when she was asked to be a headliner in the 1942 American musical review, The Star and Garter. That makes me very happy. Yes. That makes me like, very happy. Like, we all have heard yeah. of The Star and Garter. It was one yeah. of the big shows. Here, she shared the stage again with Gypsy Rose Lee, who organised with her the show with her lover at the time, Mike Todd. Uh, before he went on to meet and marry Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> wow. So everyone knows everyone in this kind of era. I bet there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, the show was reviewed as the season's most anatomical spectacle. Oh, that's hilarious. And I wonder if that may have been due to a certain tussle. I think I would have thought right. so. Yeah, I yeah, would have thought anatomical. so. Yeah. That's lovely. Like, if you're going to go and see a show and someone whaps the boobs out in time to pop goes the weasel yeah. and swells the tassels, you're going to be like, that's memorable. That is memorable, yeah. <laughs> and please, please, someone out there, make it happen. I need to see this. I really want to. <laughs> um, Carrie was admired by her counterparts for her down-to-earth nature, her kindness and her generosity. That's lovely. She lavished money over on her friends and anonymously helped those in need many times over. Oh, so she was also just a really she was nice just person. Great, she was just yeah. great all round. Like, she sounds amazing. Brilliant, lovely woman. And um, when asked about her breasts, <laughs> as you do, <laughs> hello, <laughs> can I ask breasts. you about your tits? <laughs> Carrie only said, "I made them work for me." Bless so, her. Yeah, she, she did. did. She did. Uh, Carrie was performing until October nineteen sixty three with a career that had spanned 45 years. Go, Carrie. That makes me really happy too. Yeah. Uh, she sadly sadly passed away of a heart attack on her birthday on the 14th of November, 1963, not far from where she'd born. So she would have just turned 63 that day. Shit. But she was performing pretty she much to the end. Uh, she was performing right up until October, and then sadly uh, her husband passed away, and oh, she must have heartbroken. Yeah very quickly passed away after him. That's so she was really still performing harsh. until her husband passed. And then... Wow. Yeah. Carrie. Like, uh, her legacy remains very clear in burlesque today. Oh, yeah. Uh, with striptease being the style commonly known as burlesque and elaborate nipple tassels and tassel twirling being an integral part. We now have Carrie Fennell to thank for all of the amazing gimmicks we now use at our act finales. Despite being seen more as a comedy act, Carrie brought the sex into burlesque in a way that involved the audience, created humour out of, out of the subject, and gave us the striptease as we know it today. She really did. Yeah. She, she really did. did. I mean, she was a busy lady. She got yeah. a lot done. She made some amazing things happen, um, which yeah. we are all still today using. And I wonder if... With her still performing into up into sixty three, yeah, I wonder how aware she was of the legacy legacy she'd created. I would hope that she would have been quite aware because yeah. even like what year was um, Breakfast at Tiffany's released? Because there was a scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's, but it was a deleted scene. I oh, really of a burlesque dancer tassel twirling. Interesting. Well, they don't show the burlesque dancer yeah. tassel twirling. They just cut from the burlesque to uh, Audrey Hepburn. But that means it's sat there, pretty mainstream knowledge. Looking at the tassels turning, so they've got like the head ah. bobbing around, like they're watching the tassels. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I hope she knew. that she would have she known, like the the huge effect that she had on burlesque. Mm. Um, okay, because she invented. Basically invented the nipple tussle. Yeah, which she is did, didn't she? Such a, a big thing in burlesque. Um, yeah, that's it. Like a lot of people, the things that you think of immediately yeah. when you hear the word burlesque mm-hmm. are things that she, yeah, created. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, even people that don't know what burlesque is. That's it. They think about well, no, like if, what a, a nipple tussle is. Like even yeah. in, 
in the Simpsons they have like do that well yeah, yeah it is really mainstream knowledge now yeah it it's yeah yeah because it used to be um no way 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 back when when I was a kid and I remember being obsessed with this episode but there was an episode of the Simpsons like early on where Bart gets a job in a burlesque house really yeah I had no idea and it was like this weird musical episode yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's like, it was, so, in, even in The Simpsons, they like, go bananas. Yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But I just love the, uh, the fact that she used the muscles in there as well. Yeah, because, I mean, there's other ways to do it, as we Oh, yeah, as know, we know, But, yeah. um, she didn't have to resort to shaking because she could do it with her muscles that is amazing thank you for telling me that story it's absolutely amazing and i i feel like yeah go carry everyone should know about her because yeah i mean i want to learn how to use those muscles now i'm gonna come see you pop goes the weasel act for sure i feel like i need a lot more boob (laughs) than i currently have for that like because it muscle popping i only really know of that in like for mainstream culture here is um from Opportunity Knocks, the Muscle Man. I don't know him. Do you not know him? No. So you know the song. Da, 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 yeah, da. yeah. And there's been, always been that thing of like a man popping his muscles in time. Oh yeah. And uh, that was a man called Tony Holland, mm-hmm. who did that in the sixties. Oh right. And because I, I, I have a weird story about him. Go on, go on. So this is something so, that you can find on YouTube. It is. Yeah, okay. it's still on YouTube. Um, he once performed in my childhood home living room. No way. Yeah. A, a surprise party for my mum's birthday <gasps> when he was in his 50s. Uh, so he's 81 now, still alive. Oh my God. Uh, and he performed it to Wheels by Billy Vaughan. So if you ever wondered what oh that song my... is called, it's Wheels by Billy Vaughan. Whoa. Um, and yeah, he happened to go to my parents' church. That's absolutely bonkers. So maybe I need to um, try and track him down again. Yeah. And go. Hey, Were you oh. there? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. I was like a kid, but I was there. Do you remember it? Yeah. You do remember it? <laughs> Very much. Whoa, that's amazing. They, they, my mum came in and everyone was like, surprise. And then yeah. we took her into the living room and he was just there with his top off, just going, duh, duh, duh. I like, mean, was she yeah. a big fan? Well, she thought it was hilarious. Okay, that's okay. Because it, <laughs> it, it is quite like, unless she's a fan, it is quite like, okay, thanks everyone. Yeah, cheers for that. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Can you leave my house? <laughs> um, I can't remember if I was not told about the party because I know that they tried to throw a surprise party for my dad and I was like six or something. And I immediately was like, we're having a party for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. kind of it's a surprise it. party, dad. It's a surprise party. <laughs> so can you act shocked? Uh, kind of completely destroyed it oh. i think it might have been a surprise to me too <laughs> yeah i wouldn't be surprised if you were little like, yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah my goodness yeah my goodness. so everyone out there is going to be practicing some uh, titty popping let's hope so yeah let's absolutely hope so way more fun than twerking it's the new thing <laughs> it is a new thing i can picture Pop tonight them. in the dressing room i do have one act tonight that i'm uh-huh. going to be twirling so probably while i'm waiting to go on i will have a little like Oh, mm, see you can't works. see what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they they don't move anywhere like near enough. Oh, am I too low? Your shoulder. Maybe. Yeah, there's a little bit of movement. Okay, going on, on Instagram, like... guys. No, I mean like. <laughs> I mean, like but the thing is, like, video of this and put it on Instagram. like, if you had to keep right your now? arms like this, that's not. Well, that's just to learn learn which muscles, muscles they are and how to control. But right, can you move that muscle without doing? I. A little bit, not that much, I've but because I don't no. have a lot of boobs, so it but it's not really... about the boob; it's about the muscle. Yeah, it is, but I think I guess she would have had some good boob. She, I think she would well. have done, um, and I suppose it's then the like the momentum of the muscle traveling through the yeah. tissue of the breast. Because like, cause even cause... if I can twitch it, it's just a little twitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a little like so not quite strong enough uh, to really get it going. But, but you wouldn't need to do what you wouldn't need to go as far as she did in in the sense of like helicoptering one slow then fast then bringing the second one you know oh, that would be amazing that would do. be amazing but like that's a, a huge gimmick that i've mm-hmm. not seen that's a goal that really. is that's a goal. yeah that's our um 2020 goals <laughs> i, think I have until i have until <laughs> yeah well that's the thing i'm gonna have till 2026 to get it 
So that on a hundred years since she invented it. <gasps> I love that right? idea. I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Probably gonna just say what, well, get a boob job, just cheat my way through. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> yes, let us know. Like, does it have yeah. to be under the muscle? Does it help? <laughs> does it help? We are wondering. Write in to concerned at yes. <laughs> Send us a postcard. <laughs> so thank you so much yeah. for joining me today. Um, thank you for having me. Roller coaster story of so many things and like there was no murder this week so that's good but no, <laughs> it was like I there was just titty popping striptease in everything it had everything it had gypsy rose lee in it zigfield was there for yeah a bit. Uh, you know, yeah it had a lot on amazing life. i've absolutely yeah. loved it thank you so much for having me uh, thank you for joining me and thank you to everyone for listening we will be back in two weeks time so until then that was cabaret darlings <laughs>